In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. Months later, months, a funeral was able to be held 
Yet even that was under rather severe restrictions. This story has caused my eyes to water uh, many times, and I, I know it's not an exceptional story. It's what has indeed happened many times, uncountable times, during the season of the virus. People have died without the community of prayers, without human touch, without familiar voice, without comfortable words. Now, I may speak as a friendly visitor. It seems to me that all that what all souls is about, the meaning of all souls, is just this to pray for these people. souls who have died. Dear for those who died, who were forced to die. Today, this day, can be a moment of grace. Today hold him or her close to your heart and in your heart. Souls gets to be what it always is, also. It is your last conversation with them. You are their priest. They love you the way people reared in the church love their clergy. But they have passed beyond the possibility of speech. You have ten minutes. Your own iPad has just been connected to the one that is being held in front of their faces. What do you say? First you say names, Jose and Caroline, I am of course making up the names. This is Father Austin. The Good Shepherd, we are told, knows his sheep by name. And we also have been told that Mary was able to recognize him when he spoke. To hear your own name is a way for a person to know love and to know there is life. Then you say the facts. I know you are very sick and that your life may end soon. This is hard for us to say, but it is not hard to say. What I mean is you're just stating the facts. They are sick. Their life may soon end. Fact. To shy from saying this, to deny that we can ever know that we are likely close to death, is to deny Christians the chance to do 
a very holy thing. So you go on. It hurts that I cannot be with you now, but I want you to know I will pray for you every day. And you go on. Jesus will meet you. Here you might start crying. It's okay if you do. And you might say, it makes me cry because it's both awful and wonderful. Then, Will you, whenever you can, say a prayer for me, for the church, for everyone who needs a prayer? And then, I want to pray for you now. Jose and Caroline, I beseech our Lord Jesus to fill you with his grace so that you will know and feel his healing presence. Pray also that he will fulfill all his good desires for you and keep you in eternal life. Our Father, who art in heaven. The nurse turns off the iPad and now you are alone with your blank screens. You promised to pray and so you do. But as you pray, you think of all the things you did not get to do. You didn't get to lay your hands on them. You didn't get to use oil and holy oil, oil of unction, to make the sign of the cross on their foreheads. You didn't hear a confession and pronounce absolution. You didn't give them even a crumb or a drop of the blessed sacrament. So you pray more intensely that God will fill in the lack of actual sacraments and sacramentals. Communion near death has an old name, the viaticum, via for path or road, and come for bread. Kind of means food for the journey. The journey of crossing over out of this life. And on the other side of that crossing over, every year on this day we get to hear the awesome seventh chapter of the Revelation to St. John the Divine. The book itself is worth study, and I'm delighted to learn that Father Johnson is teaching a class on this here. Today's lesson, chapter 7, is about angels being instructed to hold back bad things that are going to happen, to give time for God's seal to be put on the forehead of all his saints. There are some 144,000 of them, 12,000 from each of the 12 tribes. Then St. John's vision shifts, and instead of beholding the earth, his eyes turn to the throne of God, around which is a great multitude, which no man could number. All of them are singing praise to God. These, St. John writes, are the martyrs, those who die for God's sake, and they get to enjoy the Lamb, Jesus, in their midst 
forever and ever. You see, it's a two-part vision. It moves from earth in a time of great trouble to heaven and those who passed through earlier troubles. And it is a parenthesis. The four angels at the beginning, to whom it has been given to hurt the earth and the sea, are bidden to hold back, to wait. There was, earlier in this book, a scroll with seven seals. The scroll stands for the history of the world, the entire history, the story of your life, the story of our life together, the story of, of everything about human, indeed the story of the cosmos. That's the scroll. You may recall, no one is worthy to open and read that scroll, which is to say, no one is able to say what human life means, if indeed it means anything. Great weeping. Except there is one who is worthy, the Lamb. He is worthy. He can explain the meaning of life, the meaning of history. He can unfold and read the story of the universe. So, by the time we get to today's, to today's chapter 7, six of those seals have been opened and various things have happened, but the final one has not happened. Has been, the final seven seals have not yet been opened. That happens in chapter 8, which follows. So our picture today is, even in the midst of the worst of times, times that, through God's strange providence, are somehow necessary to complete his purposes. Even in hard times, events can pause. God can insert a parenthesis, a time of grace. The virus, of course, is not the end of the world. Although, for a short time, early in the year, it was feared as something that might come close. But it has been a trying season. If we look, even in the midst of the worst things that come upon us, it is possible to see those poor angels being told to hold back, and other messages coming to anoint us, to protect us, to preserve us, and to turn our eyes in the direction that the eyes of St. John the Divine were turned, to see that innumerable multitude in white robes praising the Lamb, they shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. The Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them, and shall lead them unto living fountains of waters, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Amen. 
Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.